0: I was a proofreader, I uh, worked as a medical coder, I worked at a church, I worked at a college, I did a lot of different kinds of jobs trying to find my way into writing. But interestingly, I never called myself a writer. So all the way up until this time when I'm painstakingly trying to find my way as a writer, even when I was paid to be what I was called a staff writer, I was literally called a writer according to my employment contract for the newspaper, never considered myself a writer.
1: Do you have words deep inside you struggling to get out, but you're just not sure where they should go? Do you feel a calling or a longing to write and you wanna take the next step? Do you need to keep your day job, but fear doing so will keep you from being a real writer? If so, I'm so glad you're here. You've landed in the right place. Hi, I'm Clarissa Mall, and welcome to The Writerly Life, brought to you by Hope Writers, the most encouraging place on the internet for writers to make progress. Here at The Writerly Life, we help you expand your creativity, explore new techniques, and express your hope filled words in a world that needs them. We'll help you learn to balance the art of writing with the business of publishing and learn to hustle without losing heart. You have words, and your words matter. And as you write them, you can be you. Boldly, bravely, maybe even a little scared sometimes. You can be you in your writing life. Welcome to the show, friends. Lean in, grab a pen, let's chat. If you've dreamed of being a writer, you've probably dreamed of writing a book. As you scrub the floor do the laundry, lead that meeting or commute to your day job, you envision your book on the shelves of your favorite bookstore or in the hands of an enthusiastic reader. But writing a book is a really big goal. Books don't come into being in a fit of inspiration. They're born of daily disciplined practice, habits that each of us can learn as we start small and let progress, not perfection, be our goal. This episode is all about reenvisioning the writing life. Asking ourselves questions like, what makes a writer? And do I actually want to write a book? And being honest enough to step forward and answer them truthfully. Whether you're like Charity Singleton Craig, and a working writer who just can't quite live into that title, or you're wondering if you want to do something other than write books, you'll find encouragement in our episode today. You'll learn, thankfully, that book writing isn't the only way to be a writer. Lean in as Charity tells us more in this recent Hope Writers Tuesday teaching with author and co-founder Emily P. Freeman.
0: People knew that I liked to write and had a gift at writing, so I started writing for nonprofit organizations, uh, starting writing newsletters, you know, just as a volunteer. I started writing blog posts for my church. I did eventually find my way into some magazine writing for a publication that's um, now no longer in print, but it was called Discipleship Journal. It was part of the Navigators ministry years ago. I wrote several articles for them. I still was not calling myself a writer, however. (laughs) I was writing and writing and writing, but I was not calling myself a writer. I would tell people that I liked to write, that I did a little writing, that Um, you know, that I hope to be a writer, but I always would tell people what I did for my job. That was kind of, you know, that was the thing that defined me. I suppose eventually uh, I started doing enough writing um, that I started considering whether or not I might actually be a writer. (laughs) And interestingly, it became When I find what I remember exactly the first time I told someone I was a writer and it was I was in a small group of people and we were admiring some visual art on the wall, something that one of the gentlemen had painted. And I was making comments about the painting as if I knew about painting and because I like painting. And he said, oh, are you an artist? And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not an artist. I'm a writer and it shocked me. <laughs> it shocked me that suddenly I was a writer. And even at that point, I was still only doing a, you know, some freelance writing, but I had a blog. I was uh, working uh, in editorial, starting to work in editorial for another nonprofit organization. I had been doing a lot of writing for a lot of years, but for some reason just never had called myself a writer until then. So what did you call yourself
2: all those um, years?
0: I usually called myself whatever job I happened to be doing and then I would say and I write on the side. I just sort of described it as sort of a hobby that I did. Yeah. And you know, I also painted on the side like, you know, like that artist suggested. <clears throat> I think it was whenever I realized that I felt differently about writing than I did about painting and that maybe it was something that I could claim as part of my identity. I started as a full-time writer in 2000 14 so it's been 6 years since i've been you know just full time on my own and boy has it looked like a lot of weird strange things um it, and it's sort of interesting when people ask me what i do and i say i'm a writer i see this sort of glimmer in their eye like oh my goodness <laughs> you're a writer right? and everyone always wants to know if i write what they read you know like, oh, oh yeah. you write novels so, or, yeah, right or, so
2: what's in yeah. it for me tell me what that, you write that's right. you. yeah that's right So true
0: but uh, what I now say to people, because uh, invariably I do not write you know, romance novels or I don't write mysteries or I don't write for their favorite magazine or whatever. Um, what I've started to say is everywhere that there are words in the world, someone has had to write them. And I'm a person that writes a lot of words that you see all over the place. So I write for companies. I write blog posts and newsletters and tweets and things like that. But I also write magazine articles and I write I have written books and I just pretty much anywhere where there's words, someone like me is in the background writing. (laughs) And that's the kind of writing I do, any kind of writing. I've also, strangely enough, even received a writing grant a couple of times, uh, through our state parks, uh, department and the, uh, arts commission for our state. So I have actually, uh, presented writing workshops and actually written about state parks through some grant proposals that I, I pitched and um, really just a lot of different kinds of writing. And so I don't know if that's in the weeds enough, but I have really done almost any kind of writing you can imagine. Um, I haven't published all the kinds of writing that I've done, <laughs> yeah. but um, I even just just this in the last month took on my first ghostwriting project, which I'm really excited about.
2: You have dipped your toe in pretty much every area of writing that we ever dare to talk about in Hope Writers. And I want to <laughs> back up for a second and just pull out three C's of something that you said, that three okay. C's that you just taught us Um, that happened before you ever quit your day job. And that was number Hmm. one connection was key Mm -hmm. that you met other writers and you started rubbing shoulders. There is something to be said for the people we hang around, start to serve as mirrors for us. Mm -hmm. And when you hang around with other writers, like y'all are doing in hope writers, you begin to see yourself in them and they can help you to be the second C that you mentioned, which was consistency that hmm, you yes. kept on doing it that you you yes. you did it in your day job you did it on as a hobby and you didn't stop which That's is right. so key and the third thing speaking of rubbing shoulders with those other community members as writers was the courage and the confidence to raise hmm. your hand and say hey i can do that Yes. And just because like like you mentioned, I see Ann Croker has highlighted it, which was in the in the comments. Um, thanks Ann for taking wonderful notes in the comments for us. That's right. But the idea of wherever there are words in the world, someone had to write them. Hmm. And every company needs writers. And so I think we have this, and I talk about this a lot. Um A lot of times, you join a membership like Hope Writers because you you want to write a book. Let's just say it. Everybody wants to be writing books, and that is a wonderful goal to have. Um, But it is not the only goal of a writer. And that even when you Mm. write books, you're that's like you can only write so many books in your lifetime, you know. But Mm. there are so many other ways that you can write your words and share them, um, either in between books or instead of a book. It could be that long form Mm. writing is not is not your gig, and so. That's one reason why I'm so happy to have you here, Charity, because you are such a great example of someone who, yes, you have written books, but
1: you're doing all this other stuff. Did you have your pen out for that? I love how Charity's development of her craft strengthened her belief in her identity as a writer. And as she grew more confident in her identity, she bravely stepped out to connect with others, query her ideas, and send her words out into the world. As writers, Working in the internet age, we have the unique opportunity to publish our work on any number of platforms, from social media, to blogs, to webinars, ebooks, and self-publishing sites. We have the power of choice at our fingertips. These publishing opportunities offer great flexibility, but they also come with the challenge of discerning the best platform for our words another of our hope writers tuesday teachers author and teacher beth moore shared the steps she takes to determine how and when to publish her work i think you might find these three tips helpful too as you step into your identity as a writer and discern where your words best belong number one start small on social media choose the social media platform you like best and test your ideas there first If you feel satisfied after sharing an idea on social media and it no longer occupies your thoughts, there's no need to pursue it any further. After posting on social media, you may find that the conversation it creates with readers may spark even further thought. If you continue to feel compelled to discuss the idea, then it's time to consider another approach to your work. Number two, write a short piece. Your next step may include writing a blog post or an article. If you're a writer and a speaker, you could prepare a talk about your topic. If you continue to feel passionate about your idea, pursue more writing opportunities where you can flesh out your thoughts further. Ask yourself the following questions as you pursue a larger body of work. What resonates with readers? How can I further develop my topic to serve them? Does my writing on this topic generate even more ideas and spark further work? Number three, follow your passion to write your book. If you've developed your idea beyond social media, articles, or speaking events, and you still have more to say, it may be time to consider writing your book. Beth Moore says it takes a lot of endurance to see a major project through to the end, especially today. Because we're trained for immediate gratification. It's important to know your level of commitment, your passion, and your ideas thoroughly enough to decide if you can commit to a larger work like a book. Whether you choose traditional publishing or self-publishing, it could take months or even years to complete a manuscript. Because these words are written in private over a long period of time, There are no readers offering immediate feedback or interacting with your words. Few ideas deserve a book-length work. Writers who know the difference between a topic that would be satisfied with an essay and one that would be better served with a book will be less likely to burn out and more likely to sustain their creative energy in the long run. Your passion will be the sustaining force behind your work. What a relief it can be to hear that book writing isn't the only way to be a writer. You can call yourself a writer if you're engaged in a daily personal writing habit. You can call yourself a writer if you publish a column in your local newspaper. You can call yourself a writer if that middle grade fiction manuscript still sits on your desk waiting for a good ending. Progress is always the goal. You can reach your writing ambitions by engaging your world and living fully, and by taking your next writing step in love.
0: I want people to know that I make probably three quarters of my living from doing corporate writing. So I don't ever want to mislead people when I say I'm a full-time writer, if they have visions of me, you know, perched over my laptop writing about birds and hummingbirds or uh, about, I don't know, whatever, whatever you might think of a someone writing. I say, I want to be really honest about that. But I will say that because I, I spend a lot of time writing every day, even if it's about Medicare policy or <laughs> whatever, um, I've become a better researcher, which is also a key part of essay writing. I've become a, a better organizer of my thoughts, which is also a key part of essay writing. Um, nothing's wasted when I yes. write. Yes. And so I, I feel, you know, some days do I wish I could spend every minute writing about other things? Maybe because, I think I would run out of things to write about if all I did was sit and write. Like there has to be a part of my life that I go out and do things and there has to be a part of my life where I'm learning things and experiencing people and engaging in the, wor- the bigger world.
1: If this episode was helpful to you, just imagine how helpful the entire hour long interview with Charity Singleton Craig would be. Each week, Hope Writers members have access to a new one hour Tuesday teaching with an agent, publisher, social media strategist, or author like Charity Singleton Craig. Hope Writers helps you make progress in your writing life, whether you're writing blogs, articles, social media, or in a book. If you want to be serious about your words and your reader, we're here for you. For writing tips and encouragement, find us on Instagram at Hope Writers or at our public Facebook page, Hope Writers Community. Last. A final word from the great poet Maya Angelou. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside you. You have stories inside of you, waiting to be told, waiting to find words on the page. Regardless of how long it takes or what form it takes, your dedication to your writing task is what makes you a writer, whether or not you ever write a book. The world needs your hope-filled words. And as you dedicate yourself to taking your next right step, I'm sure you'll find, like Charity says, your words will find their home. Thanks for listening, writer friend. As you step into this week, remember to keep writing. Your words matter. We can't wait to read them. If you found this episode of The Writerly Life helpful, Be sure to like and comment and hit the subscribe button here below on YouTube. If you're listening in, like, rate, and leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others know you found the content helpful. See you
0: next week.